Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mutley Studios. I am Jake, your host, and here we are. We have the Mutts, Cody, Carl. How are we doing, lads, on this beautiful day? Yeah, I'm doing really well today, actually. Jesus Christ, he's coming fucking bouncing off the walls, isn't he? Hey, what was your name again? Sorry, mate. My name's Jake. <laughs> Absolutely. Idiot. Yeah, mate, I'm doing well, all things considered. What I, I don't know how you're doing it. How much I drank yesterday, but, you know... I don't know how you're doing it. We live, we love, we move on, we carry on. You obviously didn't go hard enough if you're still good today. Yeah, apparently. It <laughs> <laughs> started early though, so they must have finished not too late. You know, nah, left at ten thirty. Yeah, not bad. And they there was still a few leftovers. It just sort of plateaued where everyone was sort of at that point where it was like the partying had sort of stopped, and everyone was just sort of hanging around chatting. I was like, that's my cue. Where was, that, where was your favourite place you stopped? What was the best? Don't know. We got free piss at Arachula. Yeah, nice. Got us to do a. We had to do a fucking barrel relay. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Roll yeah. the barrel, throw the barrel. We won. And they got got us to do it again. We're like, we've already won. We've already got the free piss. <laughs> oh, best out of three, mate. What the fuck is this shit? No, then I was just like, now I just feel bad for the one team that lost both of them because <laughs> two teams got free piss, and it was like you get free beers. We bring out some jugs of whatever you want, and we said CC. So we got like two jugs compared to the eighteen of beer that come out because oh, wow. obviously the price difference. I was like, no, nah, that's not how it works. Yeah, it's price based, mate. Because oh, by the top, well, otherwise you're losing money. How is it price based if it's free? You're giving us free piss, not we'll give you ten jugs. I said your drinks are free. Oh. We went sweet. I went for a piss. Yeah, come but back and you- I went. Where is it? They went. They only bought two jugs out. I was like, that's not even enough for both like the, our team. <laughs> That's what you get for being greedy. Fuckers. Grow your taste buds Fuckers. and you'll you'll have more opportunities. We didn't only get it for me. The team asked for CC, you fuckwit. Oh, I can tell you guys play for North. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Beautiful. Anyway, let's talk some rubber league. We oh, how are you, it. Kyle? Oh, yeah, I'm good, mate. Was that it? Yeah. He asked right. us both how we were. I thought you might want to chirp in. No, so no, you no, 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 it's alright. You asked both his how you were, and he's all yeah, I know. Yes. And then you didn't even give Kyle a chance to respond. You gave you both plenty ample opportunities a chance, but I spoke the whole time because I asked you another boys, question. Boys, it's fine. Let's just let's let's roll. Fucking gingers. Fuck's sake. Jesus Christ! I already asked, and then you said, "Yeah, cool, Mate, cool." Just, and then I cu- asked it's how. Cool. It's cool. Let's Go. talk some rugby league, boys, because fuck me, we just had the first round of finals, and damn, we had some close games. And we do say goodbye to two of the more teams this year. Two of the more? Two more. Goodbye, Cronulla Sharks. Two more. Goodbye, Canberra Raiders. Welcome. <laughs> anyway, quickly. <laughs> he was going to say welcome to someone else, but uh, he realised where Welcome to the Gulag. <laughs> Enjoy your Mad Mondays and goes harder than Cody, that's for sure. Not as hard as Val Holmes. Not as <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can go that hard Just don't post it Yeah Dumb They're not allowed to drug test him either In their holiday period too So he's all G Yeah but But they don't need to drug test him Hey They Why? don't need to drug test him That was Omo Omo Open Omo Oh yeah uh, What just, be, just because he had it on him Means he's definitely had some Well he's either using or selling But a free sample of washing powder You know a free sample. Yeah. What if it was? What was just like? Fuck, a that's not even to wash. That's not even going to wash his undies. What if it was like a, an ad revenue or something? Oh, look, he's just modelling it. Joke, <laughs> <laughs> hey? Teeth as white as coke. <laughs> <laughs> Cheaper than high smile too. Oh wow, Jesus! Know. All right, let's. Anyway, let's get to it. Our tips, baby. We had me and Cody having a nice tie for two four. Excuse me, it's uh, Cody and I. So he's still winning by one. No, it's me and Jake. You are not in this at three all. Three rounds. Kyle did actually get the best this week. He got three out of four. Well, Give I told props. you. It was that free tip for the Roosters, boys. I told you. Give him props. He didn't want to come with me. So you guys can get fucked. He's now only 11 behind us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's not that bad, but yes. And unlucky, boys. Still no money this week. Still no lots of green arrows, unfortunately. Ticks, brother. Ticks. Green ticks. Couple I don't know whether he was going to say errors or arrows or yeah. arrows. <laughs> Aerodynamic, baby. Um, so, yes, unfortunately, no I big tell you bar, what, no crucial. I actually haven't had a red tick on my same game multi last two weeks. They all get getting voided. I know. I get all green ticks and then one leg voids. So, technically, I'm winning. Well, I'm not losing. No, last week you would have had a red tick. No. 
They didn't win 13 plus. Yes, I did. Hey, you had them for one to 12. No, but on, yeah, that was on my substitute that I didn't actually talk about in the podcast. <laughs> uh, but on the show. Oh, we're doing these ones. Hmm. Um, mate, it's the one, I'm talking about the ones that I actually publicly announce. Uh, I'm not going to go sprouting off if I've won on one that I didn't talk about. Well, you didn't win. Oh. <laughs> but I would have if they won. Like if I went 13 plus still. Idiot. But if there was any, you know, smart people out there and just followed my bets on our Big Bark and Crucial, you would have won some money. I didn't do that. I was going to say, did you do that? No, I did yeah, not. Maybe right. I'll start. Because what, I would have got a nice $5.50 odds there. Plus more. Yeah. Anyway, we'll try again and we'll... Keep, I just want to see... We'll keep gambling responsible. If at some point this season... You you're finally gonna get on the Broncos and give them a tip. <laughs> the big fella's gone against him. Like I think what if once in like the last ten weeks maybe he's tipped him. And if the Broncos versus who I think they're gonna verse in two weeks time, I will not be tipping the Broncos again. Actually, I'm pretty sure he they tipped him. Pump the storm though. Didn't he? Didn't he tip him the week before against the storm and they lost? Is that when he took him? No, we all took the storm. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Got me. Anyway, let's get to it. So, on the Friday night, we had the Broncos 26 pump and secure a preliminary final at Suncorp. They absolutely smoked a lackluster and maybe an unlucky Storm Zero. Boys, what do we think of this game? I don't reckon the Storm were unlucky. They were just clunky. Like, from Grant, Munster, Hughes, they were all just ordinary. They had no connection. Mm. There were so many balls finding the ground. Like, even their, like, defense wasn't that great. And the Broncos, to their credit, like, made Storm play like that. Because they were just all over them in defense, no matter what they threw at them. But then even what they threw at them was just... I don't reckon I've seen their spine play that bad for forever. Especially in a finals game. Like, they've been there, done this a million times. And for them to pull out a performance like that, especially with... The hoodoo, like I think it felt like me watching it that the halves and just the team in general thought that the voodoo alone was going to get it done. That they were just going to roll up to Suncorp and do what they've been doing for the last 14 years and just get the win. But it's a completely different Broncos side to that one that they've been versing. Like yeah. this team's actually together. Yeah, I think um, like Jerome Hughes, that was his worst performance over the last two months. Because leading up into finals, he's had a couple of injuries, but. He had been fucking killing it for Melbourne. Even when, if Harry Grant was having a bad game, I'm not going to lie, Munster's probably had one of his worst seasons, I think, from uh, from his standards in that point of view. Uh, Munster hasn't really done much um, this season for Melbourne, and they're still performing. Uh, but yeah, this all of them just looked... They were getting beaten in the ruck. Like, the, the forwards for Brisbane just fucking killed them. Yeah, just how many times they passed the balls to each other and then they weren't, like, running onto it. They were, like, stopping and going again. It's like, it just didn't look good at all. And for a finals game, you're like, what the fuck? So, yeah, and the Broncos, man, I think they just their line speed was crazy and their just contact in defense and hit-ups were just so good. Payne Haas, Carrigan, Ricky, they just dominated their forward pack so much. It was great, great from the Broncos. And we'll give a shout-out. Kobe Hetherington, when Payne Haas come off, and he came on. Normally, you'd expect it to slow down a bit and the, the momentum to change a little bit when Payne Haas isn't on the field. But Kobe Hedrington, give him credit, he just come on and he ripped in. Like, he was, anytime they gave him the ball, he was 100 mile an hour with it. His defense was unreal. Like, he really made a conscious effort, you could see, to make sure that the Broncos didn't take a backward step without Payne Haas. And yeah. he just stood up for the boys and just absolutely ripped and teared. And I felt bad for him because not one single person credited him at all for yeah. the performance he had. As soon as they win, it's always Haas, Carrigan, Walsh, all them sort of players. But he was just a little battler in the middle. Like, and he's so he has no size to him. Yeah, he's just ripping and tearing. And I just thought he had a fucking great game there in the middle. My man, of the match for the Broncos was um, Reynolds. I think yeah. he just. He showed why they paid the big bucks for him. Like he got through the season, but they paid him to play finals and win these fucking games. And he's kicking game. That dropout, man. Man, Pin oh that dropout! Oh my god! Pinpoint. The juicy. Still remember that? I, I saw that, and I was just like, "Fuck, Bellamy will be blowing up in the fucking box about that." They gave was, him. They gave him a few like shots up at Bellamy on his goal and off. Man, it's so good to watch. Oh. 
But like you would be as a coach, like when you've coached that team for that long, there's obviously a standard that you expect. And like, I feel like Melbourne's been doing it a lot this year, where they just don't turn up. Like this is probably the like they've still finished near the top four. Like they finished. Oh, well, they finished in the top four, and fucking this is probably the first year that I think Melbourne have been the most inconsistent. Yeah, every now and again they just have a shit their bed performance. But the problem is, and <laughs> I'm worried as a Roosters fan because Melbourne are probably one of the best teams at bouncing back after playing like that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. They're going to come out ripping and tearing next week. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's where I said unlucky because they did lose a few players in this game to injuries. Coates looks like he's not going to be out. And uh, it was all within like what, a 20-minute period. Yeah. They had like four and HIAs and when the game was injuries. done too, pretty much. I was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, like four HIAs and those two injuries just out of nowhere. And of course, shout out to Ryan Pappenhausen, another pretty bad injury, another surgery he's going to have to do and he's out. And I think after this game, he was, he was going to start the next game at fullback if he didn't get injured. I think they needed that. But now, obviously, he's not playing. They've, um, so, ouch. They confirmed it wasn't a compound. And he's had the surgery with plates and screws and that, and the Storm have come out and said that he will start next season. Yeah. yeah. He, well, he'll I think, be playing next season. I think they said on the Matty John show last night that... Um, if everything goes well. Yeah, he should be back for pre-season. Yeah, man. Which is so, good. Which is good. Because if it was like the compound or anything worse, like you've seen what happened to Yao Yeo mm. with his career and everything after he had his compound fracture. So Yeah. And it's yeah. old... Uh, hope Nelson's doing well because it was, it was old... Uh, Friendly fire. Friendly fire. Big Nelson going in there trying to take the tackle and just all that weight behind Nelson just gone. And Nelson's legs being about three times as big as Pappenhausen's does not help. That's for sure. Oh, I think it was his upper body more. Oh, okay. Making the tackle. Leg Mate, leg. Nelson's legs are just three times the size of Pappenhausen himself. But like not just even just his legs. How well respected he is. Like everyone straight away was like, oh no. Like, and everyone was just yeah. getting around him. There's one video that shows Payne Haas walking onto the squad in the video with his hands on his head. And everyone's just like, yep, that's everyone. That's everyone right now. Yeah. Just going, oh no, like. Yeah, and you saw the photo, like you saw an image of fucking Flegler. And he was wider than he normally is. <laughs> I don't think that was possible. Fluorescent. Yeah, he was almost transparent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah, great win by the Broncos. Go through to... The prelim at Suncorp, and they're gonna have another. They're gonna have a fucking lovely week resting up. First prelim at Suncorp in fucking decades. Yeah, well, in forever. I think uh, the Broncos. They like. I'm just hoping for a Broncos from a Broncos standpoint that they don't get complacent with that win, because they pumped the fuck out of the storm, which is not easy to do in the finals, and they are a bunch of young fellas. Like, at least they've got Reynolds there. If they didn't have Reynolds, yeah. I'd be getting a bit concerned. But Well, they all say, like, he's the level head. He's the one who calms them all down. Yeah, so they just need to... I don't reckon they will be, like, this close to the prize they've been working to all year. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they can get complacent. And I think they know as a team that they're in this really good spot where this is the year where they can really just jump and win. And they've got Herbie still there. Flegler, yeah, like, they're losing Flegler some players. Yeah. Reynolds, of course, is getting older. So I think this is the year where they're like, fuck, we could win it this year. They've got no injuries. They're full strength. They're, they're just playing fucking real good. With the team, though, Reynolds could go on for another two years easy, I reckon, mm. because he doesn't have to do as much anymore with the likes of Walsh in that in the team. Yeah. yeah. He's just got to steer. He'll end up being like the, the Cooper Cronk. Yeah. He just steers the team around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, so, as much as I fucking hate the Broncos, it's crazy how quickly they've turned this thing, like, things around. Considering, like, three years ago, they were getting fucking pumped. Well, they got the spoon in 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or twenty twenty. That was one of them. One of them. I think it might have been twenty twenty, which was the COVID year, wasn't it? Or was that I don't know. But it was only a couple of years ago where they were fucking getting pumped each week. And like, because I was saying, they're like, you got to give credit to Kevy. He's like, because he come in and he just had an absolute disaster of a team. He got rid of the shit. He brought in like Reynolds and Simon Walsh, and there was some bit there where there was like Gamble coming out saying he's crap. Cobo going, he doesn't even really coach. Like, had mm. all this backlash, was going through some tough times. They said, credit the Broncos, they stuck with him. Most other clubs are just risile that coach. Yeah. And they've stuck by him, and now they're, they've come out the other side looking real good, setting up a nice future. Well, it's pretty... They're in a fucking nice spot, having the likes of um, Payne Haas and Paddy Garrigan leading your front. I honestly think, as much as, again, I fucking hate the Broncos, that's a dangerous one-two punch, that. 
Oh, and you see it all the time. Like every, almost every set to every second set as the game gets on, it's Payne Haas, Carrigan, back to back, hit ups, and it's just like fuck. And they're just workhorses. And Haas has his break, but Paddy Carrigan basically just plays the whole game too. Oh, because there's moments where you go, "Good Haas is off, let's rip," but Carrigan's still there. Carrigan goes, "Get on my back, just ripping and a tearing." But beautiful. Let's get to the next game then. On the Saturday afternoon. We had the minor premiership premiers, Penrith, 32. Oh, the I old premiership I had to check premiers. myself then, I had to check. <laughs> Penrith, 32, dominate. I thought he was going to say the premiership favourite. Dominate and look very, very good again against the undermanned and understrength Warriors. No, oh, the Warriors Six. are only missing one player, brother. Yeah, Dalian player, though. Yeah. Second Dalian player. I wouldn't say undermanned. I had everyone but one. Well, they just looked undermanned from that game. They just looked... They were well, if you if you take a halfback out that's in line to win the Dalian Player of the Year, your team's going to look a little funky. I was As soon as I heard that news of him being out, I was like, well, there goes that tip. And they're missing... You're right. Fought, he was, but their forwards looked like they were just understrength, undermanned. They're, they're outside backs. They just you didn't say understrength. You say undermanned. They, they had the men. They're not undermanned. They had the men. And that was it. Especially in the forward back. Their men was good enough. Yeah, so they're understrength. They're not undermanned. Undermanned. They're just understrength. Mate, and anyway, you've got Dylan Walker playing in the fucking (laughs) halves. You ain't going to win shit having Dylan Walker in your halves. Him and Martin between them don't have a kicking game. Yeah. Martin's a fullback that's trying to become a 5'8". The Warriors were always going to be in trouble um, even after, like, Metcalf went down with his injury. So now they've got... No Johnson, no Metcalf, second, second and third string fucking halves, and I, I use the term halves very loosely, with the likes of Dylan Walker there. Not a shit on Dylan Walker, he's just not a half. But he's a good utility, a good utility, and he's a good for like filling in for like twenty minutes in yep. the, in the halves maybe, but not to be your chief playmaker for an entire game. It's like putting Kyle at set in volleyball. Panthers. It's like putting me at set in volleyball. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't think in. Dylan Walker would cry after twenty five minutes of doing it though. Oh, it was half a fucking tournament, mate. <laughs> I was getting sick of fucking having my ass handed to me. Anyway, I don't think we can read too much into it for the Warriors, to be honest. It was one of those games where Penrith looked fucking red hot. And Absolutely. I don't think anyone's seen... Personally, I don't think the Warriors are going to admit it, and they won't ever, but I think they'd already checked out of this game, and they were going to look forward to next week. I don't think... I don't think maybe I don't think chance. maybe he checked out straight away, but I think after the Penrith scored the first three tries in twenty six minutes, then they maybe did slightly because they're yeah. like, we have a second chance. Yeah, hopefully Sean Johnson's back. We're going to be back in New Zealand. They haven't even guaranteed Johnson will be back either. Mm. I reckon he'll play. But the thing, like, the Warriors needed to play perfect. Like, if you're going to verse Penrith, you can't give them any opportunities. And the Warriors, they do four or five really good things, and then they just make a crucial error. And because Penrith are the juggernaut that they are. They just capitalise on all of those opportunities. Like the Warriors be going good, slugging it out, slugging it out, and then they just it'd be one drop ball or whatever it was, and the Penrith had just capitalised. Those first three tries, I'm sure they're all off mistakes. Yeah. Like every time they dropped the ball, and it was like uncharacteristic too, like pushing it when they didn't have to. It's like just get in the grind, boys. Like they were doing well there when it was only six nil, and then all of a sudden it was just like bang bang, and they was like, okay. Yeah, but I think it's one of those things where it's like you don't want to get into the grind of Penrith. Because if you get into the grind of Penrith, you generally lose. Yeah, you still got to earn that right, though. You can't go throwing the ball around like they were because that yeah, was but, a, uh, I I feel like to, but to beat Penrith, I think you've got to take that risk. I'd rather, like if I was going in, I'd rather lose going down trying to do something than getting into a grind with them. Yeah, you've, you've still got to just... Especially the first 20 you've minutes. You've still got to keep gotta, the basics. That first 15, first. 20, yeah, you just but, need to... Because if you go out there... No, I understand what you're saying, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. But when you actually play it, if you go out there and make two mistakes early trying shit, your head's down immediately. Yeah. And, then, and then you don't want to try that stuff. You go, fuck, we went early twice, dropped the ball twice, so now you don't want to go. And then it starts getting in your just head. keep fucking going, bro. I just had a quick look, yeah. The th- just keep going. Those fucking first three tries of Penrith, they were all after... Hey! The- I'm not an indoor <laughs> cricket player, thank you very much. No, I know. I've watched you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> fucking games for... Not going to say it. I just what back to what Pretend I was saying. Ten cricketers. That's that's what indoors for. The Panthers' first three tries <laughs> that I mentioned were all after Warriors' mistakes, like the set before, and they're all from the outside backs. And looking at the numbers, their outside backs made 
eight errors, which is just no good. So, yeah. The wingers, two and two each. And then Rocco Berry made three errors himself. And Charnsy made one. So you just kind of have that from your outside backs coming out, making things. Definitely against Penrith. If you lose the ball in your half, that's going to make you count. That's the, that's the thing with against Penrith as well, is if you're, you've got to be locked in defensively for 80 minutes because they don't waste any plays. Like every single carry has a purpose and every single time they set up for something, they execute. Like it's very rarely that Penrith have a game where they all miss executing more than or less than five plays. Well, like there was a perfect like display of that when it looked like like the Warriors looked like they were doing well, keep them under pressure, Cleary goes down on like tackle five or whatever it was, loses his boot. Oh. But all of a sudden with within a second just gets back up, gets into it, gets the ball and throws a perfect ball to Martin when he scored. Yeah. Yeah. As a defence you're thinking, sweet, Cleary's not in this, look at him, he's on the ground, one boot on, and then he just Gets up, gets into it, bang. And the faith in the team to go, well, Cleary's going to get there. And he just gets up, makes the play. Like, unreal. And again, Cleary without Luai is running the ball more. He's a great shot by Carter. They're getting fucking Cleary in for any time try scorer. Thank you. But uh, since Luai's gone down, apart from that game against the Eels, every week after, Cleary's fucking taking that line on more. And I think that is a very dangerous thing for the for the league like I'm sure Clear would love Luai to be there and have him on it by his side but I think there is that little bit too he's like I can prove to everyone I can do it without a fucking good 5-8 too I'm doing it with Cogger right now like you look at the other legends Andrew Johns he won Cogger Cogger's still a very good half though no he's not oh, he's not okay, a starting nice half fan. in about 12 other teams I don't he'd think he'd start over Gamble any day of the week yeah no. yeah no. yeah mate no. he'd start anywhere in your spine over all of your players okay mate Anyway, I was talking some real real chat, okay? No, you're not. No, you're you saying Cogger's fucking Cogger trash. No, good. No, I never said that. So he's, never, never <laughs> listened. he's never listened. Cogger is... Fucking rewind and listen yep, to this. I never fuck called with. him trash. Cogger, rewind Cogger is basically it. the Knights Adam Clune. He is exactly. a fucking... A he's solid. A reserve player. He's only a reserve player because... But you only need to be a reserve player when you've got fucking Nathan Cleary beside you. And if you're a halfback... Well, if you let me finish, that's what I was fucking saying, mate. If you're a halfback and then you go into a 5-8 role and you don't have to do fucking the same responsibilities as a halfback, you can just do whatever the fuck you want because you're a 5-8, happy days. You're loving life. Oh, happy days. He's not doing anything he wants to do, mate. Here he is. He ran the ball. There's probably a couple of plays that I reckon Luai would have set up. But what are you saying, sorry? Nah, that's right. I'm done. I'm <laughs> <laughs> worth it. Not worth it. Nah. The fans want to hear it, mate. No, nah, they don't. Are you saying Cogger's shit? No, never did. Can't believe you said Cogger's trash. Wow. He's undefeated since he's come into the side as the starting 5-8, mate. Yep. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say anything about Gamble. You leave Gamble alone. He just does his job, okay? He he's a battler. He just gets fucking bitten. He's a battler. I don't reckon he was bitten. He was fucking choking him around the head. Yeah, get your head out of his fucking head. Yeah. I don't like what... If I put my fucking arm... We'll get there. In your mouth and pull hard enough, I'm going to get fucking teeth marks, whether you bite me or not. We'll get there. Gamble's just a fucking pussy. Anyway, next game. Oh, he fucking bit me. Next game? And then he left at me. The Warriors need to do better next round. Get Johnson. Just not versus Penrith. In Kyle's match of the round, we had the Roosters 13. Somehow, knock out the Cronulla Sharks. Or did the Sharks beat themselves? Off. They, uh, look. The Roosters, that was probably their gutsiest performance I've seen them play in a long time. But the Sharks fucking failed. Like, they should have beaten us. We shouldn't be in the comp anymore. It was a bit of a shit-slinging game, I reckon. Oh, it was a fucking ugly game. Oh, fucking ugly. It was gross. It was two teams that were trying hard to win, but trying so hard they were losing it. The Sharks started really well. Man, for that first 15... And it was just like, the, in some ways, the easier it was getting for them with the injuries and the HIAs and like Swally not coming out after half time, it's almost like it was the harder it was getting for them. Like, it was ridiculous, the game. Yeah. See, the Roosters' defense is continuing to improve which is great their offense was fucking horrendous again like 
I think you well, we were all watching it well from the second half, but you Cody and I, you were watching it from the first from the start. And fuck me, at half time, the Roosters had completed two sets inside the Sharks twenty. And one doesn't even really count because they called fucking half time. But they just couldn't hold the fucking ball. The Sharkies <coughs> they missed a trick there when the Roosters were just getting fucking obliterated. There was they had their fucking second row out on the wing, he was gassed. I don't even know who the fuck was playing center. Teddy wasn't on the field. And then they had that aerial shot where they went back right to Jesse Ramian. I think yeah, he dropped the ball. Left. There was Sam Walker. And then Sua Wong was about 20 metres away from him on the outside. And then there was... I don't know who the defender inside Sam Walker was, but he was about 10 metres away. And there was about seven Sharks players out on that left-hand edge. And they fucking went right and fucked it up. That was at 10 to 6... I think ten points to six. That would have fucking. Yeah, fuck, I thought the game was later than that. <laughs> yeah, no, I was watching the time, bro. Um, but that would have iced the game right there. And then their their decision to uh, take the penalty goal. The penalty um, goal was a turning point for me. Well, they they said in the press conference that you know they saw the time and Teddy only had a minute left. And I know it's guaranteed points, but it's a minute left, and a set in the NRL is only a minute anyway. And so. like you could just you could literally just see on the TV. All of the Roosters had their hands on their heads. They were fucking sucking them in. Yeah. I I personally do not think... And the Sharks have statistically had one of the best def- attacks in the league all season. I would be backing that. Absolutely. Against the gas... Ro- yeah, okay, the Roosters have been defending fucking very well that game. But fuck me, they're gassed. You got them on the line, and they just did exactly what the Roosters wanted them to do, which was take the two. I suppose, though, when you're defending your line, probably the best person to have in the bin is the fullback. Because you've still technically got your full front line. In defence and no one's out of position. But still, even if they're like, oh, he's only a minute and then he's back on. That's another minute that the Roosters are gassed. Yep. He can't make all the tackles. Like, he'll help organise and he can help cover some kicks. But that extra minute of them down one and you pumping that line, get a repeat set or something. Like, that that two for me was definitely the game changer. Yeah. I hate bringing it up, but I was getting a lot of similarities in this game of fucking... State of Origin game one where how somehow New South Wales didn't win that game. It was sort of like how the fuck did the Sharks not lose this game? I was all up. They were behind. Uh, the Roosters were behind. Like Queensland were behind. They were player down at points. They had players in all different fucking positions. It was like a fucking war zone going on and on the fucking just, bench. They just, just got the fucking job done. Lindsay Collins said, fucking come on boys. Get on the Queensland train. <laughs> we're fucking getting this dub. And Tedesco's like, I don't know how to do it, mate. We always lose these games. And Collins goes, just come with me, Teddy. He's like, shove some, yeah. <laughs> shove some fucking avocado seeds up your ass and come yeah. with me, Teddy. That's why they didn't show any halftime footage of the Roosters' shed. Because yeah. they're all putting fucking avocado seeds up their ass. One by one. But, uh, look, it was, a, it was fucking a tough watch. I've got no fingernails left. But oh yeah, I sent a oh. snap to Cody DJ, and he's like, "That ball fella won't have a finger after this." Nah, it was fucked, man. It was a tough watch. Like you said, it was a rough game, but I felt like this was one. This is a fucking finals game. This is an elimination finals game where both teams know if they're out if they fucking lose. And yeah, I fucking loved it. Yeah, and then the fucking back to back charge downs oh on the fucking gosh. field goals, and they come out of fucking nowhere, and they were well onside too. I think, Jake, Fuck. you at one point were like, I'd like to see if they were onside or not because they definitely wouldn't give the penalty. And the first one, the Teddy come, Teddy comes from like behind the end goal, behind the ref, to get his. And then Kiri's not even in shot until no. like he gets the charge and he comes from a mile away. Mm. Just those little efforts to keep the te- like keep the season alive. Yeah, but it was, but it was the guy that got the the ball from Kiri's touch uh, charge down for me, mate. And I've been saying it Talk all. Talk your shit, like, Carl. Talk your shit. Oh, bro, so long. Fuck me. We got he a did future. Have a game. We got himself. We got ourselves a future star there, boys. If he was at any other team, you'd be saying the Roosters are signing him next year. Yeah, mate. But You've he's already actually, got him. He's a Roosters junior too. We've actually grown this one. Like most of our talent, we've grown it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how you said that with a straight face, bloke. Do you have any oh. Roosters juniors in your teams apart from him? <sighs> um, oh yeah, there's a list. I, I don't have it on me right now. Um, it's not a very long one. Nah, well, uh, Nat but- the Butcher Brothers um, are Roosters grown. Boyd Cordner was a Roosters grown boy. I know he doesn't play anymore. Um, yeah. 
There's a few others. That's about it. Victor Bradley, I think's one. Um, but yeah, Pretty I don't. Bastard. It's a very long list, and I won't. I won't take up too many. Too much of the listeners' I'm time. Pretty sure that's that. where that list finishes. Yeah, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> you know. Oh, I think Teddy. We've had Teddy for a long time. Fuck He's off, Teddy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, he counts. He totally counts. Gary, um, yeah, he counts. Yeah, they were honorary Roosters juniors. Sawali's a junior from the Rabbitohs. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, well, they took Craig Wing, so we took Sawali. You know. Um. Yeah, no, fucking great win. But I. That's a win for me bracket, by the way, boys. Yeah, he did well. I don't know if the rest is going to go well after all those injuries. Sawali's out. Manu's out. Billy Smith's out. Yeah, he got a few few injuries. Billy Smith out? Yeah, he broke, yeah, his, broke jaw. his jaw. Wow, good on him from playing that second half then. That yeah. HIA. Yeah, when he Broke went off for the draw. HIA. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, he's out. <sighs> fuck, I tell you what. If we keep defending like we have been, we're going to stay a chance, but fuck, you know. It's going to be no tough. way Manu's playing. He's how many was gone He's again. out. Yeah, his season's over, I think. And I think... They um, even come out and admitted and said they probably brought him back a week early. Well, but I mean, yeah, in a they, do or die game... They, yeah. they, they were talking to Robbo about it after the game, and he was sort of just like, you know, we were monitoring, monitoring him the whole time, and he said, he was finishing all the training sessions well, like he was looking good, nothing, no niggles, no nothing. And he's like, he just couldn't get through that game. And he's like, I, he feel, he felt shit about it because Trent's always been about the player welfare, for, well, for the Roosters anyway. So he was pretty pretty upset about it. And obviously Manu's pretty distraught as well because I think that's his season over. Oh, yeah. Like even if even if the Roosters keep playing, I think he's done. So, which is shit. But. <laughs> For the Sharks game, I really I can't see exactly where they lost this. I think Nico Hines had a really great game. He was trying very hard. Fucking Wade Graham in his last game of rugby league. Shout out, man! He made some fucking good. good tackles there. Um, in that game. I think it's just the whole year they have not been consistent at all in defense and offense, and I think it just showed in this game they're just being clink not there all year. What about the stat that came out? They fucking lost eight finals games in a row now or something. Yeah, that's think six. Yeah, maybe six. But she's well, six I think finals games. Fitzy, Fitzy's zero and three. Zero and three now in finals. So, um, but I mean, we say their defense was bad. They only let in two tries. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like they did miss a lot of they, tackles. They just missed their opportunities when they had them. Like, like the one that we said like, about earlier. Oh, just like honestly, they the Roosters helped their defensive stats there because there was a lot of times the Roosters were well on top. And then they just drop the fucking ball. Yeah. Like, I think if the Roosters completed in that first half at fucking 75 to 80%, I reckon the Roosters go into the sheds at least 10 or 12 points up and go in at 6, six to 18 up. But they just c- couldn't fucking hold the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, they made 15 errors at 12. Four penalties conceded. Fucking... But they did like they made like two hundred meters more than the Roosters at a f- in run meters, and more post contact meters. So, yeah, I just yeah. Because that first game, fifteen minutes, man, the, the fucking Sharks were playing so quick. Nico Hines was looking dangerous as fuck. I was just like, fuck, this is gonna be tough. You did say that at one point. You were sitting there when we were watching it. Jake wasn't quite there yet, and Cole just goes, "The Sharks are just playing so fast right now. Like this is ridiculous. Like the Roosters just seem to be on the back foot the whole oh. time." Was yeah. that a turning point or not really? Just oh, it seemed to be that try they scored. Yeah. They scored that try and then it the, the momentum swung. I don't know. And I can't remember if they the dropped the ball goal as well. But again, fucking conversions. Fucking um, Trindle missing that fucking easy one. Yeah. Yep. Well, they missed both their pe- goals. They were only on twelve because of penalty goal. Yep. I'm sure. Miss, they must have kicked one. They missed both conversions and, and hit got two penalty goals. goals. Yeah. yeah. But I don't understand why Nico Hines didn't take the first one. Yeah, neither. But, I don't know. Little things. It was a fucking great win. Well, not a great win. It was a gutsy win by the Chooks, but... Uh, it was a win nonetheless. It was. It got them through to the next week. But if they if they attack like that against Melbourne... Oh, see, I don't know. Their defense was fucking unreal. So, it's hard to, it's hard to say. Like, moving forward, how the Roosters are going to keep going. I was I did expect Nico to get one of his field goals though at the end there. I just I thought he was in the right positions a couple of times. He just took too long to get the kick off. I don't know. He took way too long. Like when you see um Walker when he did his, it was like in his hands, bang, snap, kicked it. He got like right under it, yeah. Hines just it's like he needed to be like what I see different, I feel like Walker was on his preferred side. 
because mm. he could catch and in one motion drop it kick it on the outside whereas Hines I don't know whether he was just like was catching it sort of off step but it seemed like he had to catch set kick like he couldn't just do it in the one motion it felt like he had to bring it back across his body mm. and for me Walker's he got under his a bit more he got a lot more elevation on his too as it seemed like Nico's was going just he was just trying to fucking drill him mm. but yeah. anyway great win by the Roosters and See you later, Sharkies. Sharks and Fucking pretenders. Pretenders again. Been Not saying it all can. year. Listening to me. Now let's get to it. The all game right, of the round. Here, we better sit back. Sunday afternoon. Yeah, we've had our time, mate. Yeah, we've had yeah. 80 minutes just wasn't good enough. Wasn't enough time to watch this lovely rugby league team play. We needed an extra 10 minutes. And we had the Newcastle Knights winning their 10th game in a row. Did you hear me right? 10 games in a row, baby. Win 30 against the Raiders, who just... Played like the Raiders. Yeah, because of the fucking refs. You can sum up their season all year. 28 points just kept going. It was not the refs. It was Newcastle's fault why this game was fucking even close. The first half, we were fucking... We scored the first try in like five minutes. We're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, we're just going to keep rolling on. Do what we're doing the last nine weeks. And then we just didn't respect the ball. We didn't respect the Raiders. And just made some really shit mistakes. And the Raiders scored two tries. And then just on half time, they the Raiders actually scored a really one of the best tries I think they've scored in a long a few weeks. Good play. And then we went into the halves. Fucking what was it? Eighteen sixteen. Sixteen sixteen. Oh yeah, you missed a few conversions. Shit, no. They missed one. Yeah. And it was actually another easy one. Mm. He hit both from the sideline and missed one from fucking probably fifteen out from the post. But yeah, that first half of Newcastle, man, I was just sitting there, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? We haven't played like this in so long, we'll just Forgetting how to hold the ball, not respecting it, just fucking dang gag guy, shocking. Ah, wasn't great. And then I don't know what happened half time. I did call it though because this was the first time, and since you guys beat Melbourne, that you actually versed a team that's kind of competing. Whether or not Raiders are good, they compete, especially and in they this just drag situation. you down to their level, and they just slug it out. Slug it out. See, for me, and I was telling you about this just before, because uh, for, for you listeners out there, Cody had a big day yesterday and didn't really watch this game. But you might have seen the highlights. But anyway, the, the turning point for me in this game, and I sat yesterday with Jake and watched this. For me, the turning point was uh, when the score was at 16-12 to 12 in favour of the Raiders. Old uh, Bradman Best coming out of his own end. Drops the ball, ref calls strip, and they uh, they don't overturn that call. Knights then go the length, go the length of the field, score, get the kickoff, score again, and next thing you know it's twenty two to twelve. Oh, sorry, twenty two sixteen. I think they got that call wrong. I don't know how you say one call made a difference. We fucking scored four tries in fifteen minutes. That started it. Not one call, mate. It's four tries in fifteen minutes. That is. Ruthless. I'm not saying. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that call was. Fucking sounds like it. No, mate. listen. Sounds like it. Listen, he I'm said not it saying, was a turning point. I said it changed the momentum. I didn't say it was the. It was the reason why the Raiders lost. I'm saying it changed the momentum. If, if momentum that, if, changed if, when Jack Whiten might have bited someone, bit someone, and then you just heard the crowd going fucking nuts, mate. We started running hard. Oh, so you're saying the whole game's off that one moment. I said that changed momentum. Uh, yeah. See this? No, but no, 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 no. Which is bullshit. No, because it was a fifty-fifty. No, I'm sorry, but if someone's like the wrist palm area, the ball just tapping that is enough to knock it out. Lose carry, my friend. Fifty-fifty. Knock it on. Anyway, even no. So that happened. That happened after that. That would have swung the momentum back to Canberra, ten meters out from the Knights' line, and still in the lead. They were going to score, mate. They'd already scored three times in the first yeah, half. Yeah, Knights might not have scored back-to-back tries to then send them on to four and fifteen. I'm not saying that's the reason why the Raiders lost. I'm not saying that at all, right? I'm just saying that could that changed. That the went momentum. from them being four behind to being six in front. No, it didn't. It was their missed tackles of Dominic Young, Gagai, and Ponga. Wasn't a fucking a missed call in Newcastle's <laughs> ten meter. What Gagai, Ponga, and that missing tackles allowed the Knights to score two no, tries. No, they're missing in two them minutes. in tackles. That's what the Raiders them. not tackling them. 
Wasn't a, a miss, maybe oh, 50 so, 50 call. So Ponga and Dom Young and them didn't play well at all this game. Was Raiders just missing tackles? Is that what you're saying? Kyle's saying it's one fucking call from a so did you. referee. No, I didn't. Yeah, you said it was the bite. No. Yeah. So that changed the momentum in the game, oh, yeah, in my that's opinion. Oh, said also. No, he said it. He that's said why it. they lost the game. No, 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 no. He no, said no. it was momentum. I didn't changing. say. Uh, yeah, I was saying. Okay, sorry, it didn't change I the momentum. I feel like the momentum was already changed. Yeah, no, sorry. Oh, you got me. Right. right? So it, sh- it should have changed the momentum. Because the momentum was with the Knights because of that call. But if that call gets overturned and is actually a knock on because it was a loose carry, Raiders win, in my opinion, 12. that could have changed the momentum back to Canberra. Anyway, <laughs> that's my opinion, and I'm entitled to it. I don't reckon the, it was a bite anyway. <clears throat> but I think I honestly think the Knights needed this. They needed a slug. Because you guys haven't versed much competition over the last month or so. And yes, I know you've won nine, ten in a row, whatever it is. It was definitely better than them pumping them. Because they've yeah. had to pump them and then come up against the Warriors team. That's been really good this year. It could have been real bad they for them. So got, having they this could... sort of slug to sort of yeah. give them that reality check to go, shit, if we can't even pump the, Ra- the Raiders. It's more that, that we... Not that we can't pump them, is that we can't turn off for 10, 15 minutes in a game against the these sort of teams or they will come back because that's what happened we turned it off for about 15-20 minutes that first half they scored two tries and then after we scored four tries in a row then we just I don't know again another silly mistake they scored straight up and then at the end they scored a a pretty good try it was that just, was a great try just Newcastle not attacking Tappany and he got a nice offload and opened up in the middle and See, then extra time oh my gosh it was hectic as I feel like the Ra- I felt I felt like the Raiders had better opportunities with field goals. They just didn't get them. The one so off the charge scr- downs. The one off the scrum play. I do not know how you don't get that up and over. I don't get that. See, Fogarty played ordinary in the back end of that game. No, okay, so not played ordinary, kicked ordinary. Which, His kicks were fucking horrendous. And I think he did kick really good for the first fifty to sixty minutes of this game, and then after that. Oh yeah, on in the, for the first sixty minutes, ball on a string, couldn't fucking do anything wrong, and then all of a sudden, and it was just like uh, there was that other game where they fucking bombed a loss and he fucking or bombed a win and he kicked it fucking seventy meters and they caught it on the full. I can't remember who it was against, but I was laughing about it. It was early in the season, <laughs> um, but yeah, in that last twenty minutes, kicked one out on the full, fucking kicked it dead. Just no matter what he put his boot to, it just fucking went to shit, and he couldn't kick a fucking field goal. He was again taking too long to load it. I don't know. It's all about like their position and getting the ball when they want it. I feel like to kick a fast field goal, you need to be catching it like so you're set. And if you've got to take like that extra step, like if you catch it on your kicking foot, you've then got to take a whole extra step. If you whether you catch on the inside or the outside of your body, like if that yeah. hooker's pass is just that little bit out, and you've got to reach for it a little bit and then set yourself. Like yeah, it all, it those, all adds. Those milliseconds add up to yeah. someone coming out and charging it down. See, I think I thought he should have off the scrum play. I thought they were gonna. I thought he should have kicked it to widen. Yeah, well, you see that sometimes. I don't know why people don't use it more with the the two pass. Mm. You give it, go like a wide pass to draw everyone out to that half, and then swing it back in for someone standing right in front of the post, like a widen, mm. to just slot it because mm. it takes all the pressure off them. Because there's a few teams that have done it. I don't know why it isn't utilised more. Yeah. Especially off a scrum play when you've got that much space and room. Yeah. I think Newcastle can also learn from this, and I think other teams could too. I think we made a mistake playing Jackson Hastings. You could tell he wasn't 100% fit, and then he did get injured again, which sucks, but... Yeah, he's not looking like I, he's going to be playing this weekend. I just don't think they should have played him. They should have kept Clune there when Clune's been doing such a good job, and they were going around him. But anyway, so I think Clune will come back in next week, which... I think it's not bad. He's, he was playing so good before them. But yeah, unlucky. He's no, he's no Jack Cogger, but... <laughs> no. They are. Uh, pretty much the same. Both reserves. No. What was your... What was your take on the bite? Do you reckon it was a bite or not? I don't know if it was a bite, but I feel like... I don't know how you can see those bite marks and not at least send him for 10. No. When he alligated... He made the allegation he bit him. And then you can see marks on his arm. And there's two marks. I feel like if you were just pushed down 
there would be one mark, but you got a mouth guard on, so I don't know how there's no. two marks, but no. I don't really get it. everyone wears a mouth guard. Jack guard doesn't. He doesn't have a mouth guard. I just don't, yeah. I thought you could definitely push someone's face too hard and there'll be marks there, but both marks makes me think there was a little bit of a chomp down. Get your fucking arm in his mouth. Yeah. That's the way I see it. If you want to fucking... Open your you, mouth and I'll fucking put you in a fucking chokehold. If you want to have your fucking arm, if you're trying to push his, push your head arm into his you head... You know what? It should have been 10 in the bin to gamble yeah. for excessive force around the head. Yep. Okay. Why was nothing done against gamble for a high tackle? Because it wasn't high when he hit him. His arm came up in the tackle. Yeah, you did. Like it happens. Oh, so I'm allowed to hit you around the chest and choke you out on the ground. Like it happens 400 times a game. You don't choke someone around the mouth, you choke someone around the neck. So he wasn't choking him. So I think that was good play for him for not choking no, him. Oh, hear- so he just had him in a headlock. Didn't so you hear why. one? He said he couldn't breathe, bro. Well. Yeah, he had his mouth closed, couldn't breathe. Doesn't have any other orifices in his head. Oh, what? Do you breathe out your anus? Go <laughs> <laughs> and do it, I dare you. I double dare you. No, nah, not cross that line. Because I really don't mean it. <laughs> he was going to say a naughty word. Ooh, naughty Jake. Not a naughty word. It's a naughty... Don't worry. It doesn't matter. Well, if you're not going to say it... Well, technically, he's a Rabbitohs player now if you want to talk shit about White and so yeah, actually, it's what? fine. If he, if he gets suspended... Oh, that sucks, eh? Not really. He fuck, won't get suspended. Fuck the rabbits. He's getting 12 weeks. It's not a bite. <laughs> oh, you, don't, you don't at one point... See his jaw flex or nothing. Another big shout out to Dominic Young, man. Fuck, he's a freak and he's so good. And I fucking Roosters players. <laughs> How's he going? Oh, fuck, he's going to look good shit. in a Roosters jersey, isn't he? I reckon he's regretting it for sure. We could use him right now, actually. <laughs> fuck, you could, yeah. <laughs> you guys want to just give him a give player him on loan? Yeah, pay a transfer. <laughs> just after he... he look, Release yeah. him early. Yeah, you guys play first next week, don't you? <laughs> yeah. No, you do. Oh, well, give him to me first. We'll no get him, we'll I get was him gonna ready. I say, imagine that, eh? The Knights lose and they go, shh, 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 you're technically us now. Yeah. <laughs> get across here. <laughs> Goes and suits up for him. <laughs> but yeah, I think no Hastings. I think Fitzgibbon won't play again. He looked a bit sore again on his shoulder, so. <laughs> Thirsty, bud. A couple of players there. It's got to wet the whistle, nice. eh? But anyway, what a fucking game for Newcastle. Their first finals win since 2016. And fuck how, how nervous were you at the end where Ponga got his head in the ground? I wasn't nervous. One more and he's I'm retired. more worried about his shoulder. You can just tell it's fucking sore and really hurting him. I did say I thought the, the, the doctor was going to call him off because he got fucking folded. He did, and then it almost, because of how quick he then got up after the penalty, I'm like, oh, he better not have been milking at that bitch. Yeah. Because he got up pretty kick, quick and then just kicked the goal. Hmm. Because at first I was like, oh, he's in trouble here. Yeah, that's what I thought. As and soon then it happened. was like penalty and he was just up. And then I was like, oh, that, he wasn't milking that, was he? Oh. I didn't think he was milking it. He, his head hit the ground pretty hard. Mm. And I just thought with his history, that would have been enough for the doctor to pull him. But, oh, uh, well. The nice got the dub. Well done, Jake. Thank you. Like, I'm acting like you did something. You just sat there and... I've I've done lots. I've had to... I've, yeah. Been on this, been Newcastle supporter for a while. It's been a while. Man, I you haven't set. even tipped him every game this year. Wait, dead set. No, at no, half time, no, I was giving him so much shit. I was like, bro, I've been fucking calling Knight's first round exit for how long? Dude, he didn't even tip him all year. Fuck off. And he didn't have them making his top eight. Fuck off. And now they've won 10 in a row. He's the biggest Knight's fan you've Fuck ever seen. Off. Yeah. Hey? Glory Fuck Hunter. Off. Talk about fucking bandwagoners. Glory Hunter. After round 13, 14, Wait, 15, no what do you expect? He's a Man box. United fan. Right? Fuck off. Fucking hell. Ridiculous, man. It's like, so you don't hear him talking about the Sydney Swans, eh? Because they lost. We fucking made finals. How about Geelong? Fucking favourites. Fucking didn't make finals. Fuck me. Must be some similarities around my teams. And <laughs> 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 anyway, what? that's pretty good, Mutz. All our teams had a win in finals week one and... Yeah, we're going. all still alive, still baby. Alive. That's pretty good yeah. chance. Fucking, I tell you what, the Roosters are on life support, but at no moment, one but... fucking versus each other. That's the annoying part. Uh, they will next week if the Roosters win. Mm. If it's a big if, yeah, it's a big challenge for you to get it past the next round. Yeah, honestly, it's I... Newcastle. Huh? It's Newcastle going to Brisbane? No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, we're versus Penrith. Fuck, I'm an idiot. Newcastle. That's right. Because Penrith are laughing because both sides are banged up. So I feel like any team... Oh, no, yeah, that's right. We were talking about... Yeah, it. We I were know. like, it's been ultimate slug, and then the Roosters are going to versus the Storm, two beaten-up teams, and the Panthers are just chilling, waiting for it. Yeah. yeah. 
just going, we're just going to, which bash team are we going to get? Yeah. That's why like, there's a lot of talk, like, you don't win much for getting a minor premiership, like, you only get 200 grand or something or not that. But I think you just, you get top two, you get that week off, that is just fucking... A week God. off though, like they say too, like sometimes a week off isn't always the best, oh. especially if you're in form. Like imagine if you were the Knights nine in a row, and then you got a week off, it could halt your momentum. Yeah, when it comes to finals in these games, like Penrith is probably is perfect for it. Amazing because they they've been there, done that. They know what to do. They know how to prepare. Like it could be, it could be a bad thing for the Broncos. It mm. could give them too much time to think about it. Yeah, and they haven't been in this situation as this team, so. Whether or not their preparation, like they've got Kevy there, who's been there, done that, six finals, five premierships, he's been around, he knows what to do, but he's not the one playing it, so we'll see what happens. Man, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping the next two games are going to be as good as the last two of this week, because let's face it, the first two games of the round was not that great, but the last two though, fucking fire. So if we can get games like that for the rest of the season. Man, I'll be happy, man. Even if the Roosters do get knocked out. You just love the close games. Like the Broncos Storm, I thought was a good game. It just was never close. So you were never like on the edge of your seat. Whereas like watching you go through the ups and downs of that fucking Roosters game. And you right. were like sitting there biting your fingers. Then you're up and you're up and about. And then you're sitting down nervous oh. again. Then you're walking around like you want it to it's come down that last second. It's a thrill. With... But at the same time, you're just like, fuck, I wish they lost. So I don't have to go through that again. And then Jake... <laughs> Having to go to extra time and everything like that, and like the ups and the downs, and fucking roller coaster. That's he, what I mean. Man, so many like, ups and downs. I was pretty, I was pretty positive still after the first half because I'm like, we're only down by twelve and we played really shit, so I was still feeling good. But then after we scored those four tries and I'm like, fuck, we've won this game. And then when they came back, that's when I got like, are you fucking serious? We're gonna lose this game somehow, and it's fucking bullshit. And I hate rugby league, but no, we won. But yeah, yeah, he still loves rugby league. Rugby league. Rugby league. Rugby league. Love it. Rugby league. Rugby league. Rugby league. Rugby league. Love it.